0: to see you guys. I missed you guys like crazy last week. I'm one of those that prayed for the snow. I like let it snow, let it snow, then let it snow. Let it, like I, I love the snow, but I did not love not getting to see you guys last week. Really missed you. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all of that good stuff, and Happy Sunday. Really glad to see you guys. Now if you're new around here, or if you've been here more than once, you've probably heard us talk about this though, um, Growth Track. You know Our mission here at Life West is we want to see you equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. Uh, when, once you get saved, the number one need that any and every one of us has is Jesus. But after that, God's, God's not done. He's just begun, and He wants to use you to make a difference. And we so believe that. We have a class that we do like just about every single month, and it goes on during service, during the first service. It's a four-part class. And it's going to help you to know what your gifts are, find freedom from your past, and make a difference in and out of the church. If you have never gone through that, I highly encourage you to, and that's actually going to start next week. Typically, it starts the first Sunday of the month, but we've got an extra Sunday this month, and we had people that stayed up late, so we we're like, hey, let's tell you what we can do. We'll move it back one week. So we did that just for you. You're welcome. You don't need to say anything. It's all okay. It's okay. So it will start next week, and that will be week one. You don't have to sign up for the class, just jump in. It starts right at the same time as service does. So you can just head right back, I believe, to the library, and then there'll be a sign over there that says growth track. You just head on in there, they'll have everything for you. And then we've got two services. So guess what? You don't miss out on anything. You can just hang out, and then next service, come on in, and we're gonna have a great time in here together as well. So that starts next week. And seriously, if you have never, if you have not done that, I encourage everybody to do that. Absolutely. Everybody, go through that awesome class. Learn, how, learn what some of your gifts are and how you can use those because you're not just waiting to die. God wants to use you right where you are, 100%. Get in there. I don't know if I made it clear, but that's next week. It's growth track. Okay, but like Courtney said, today we're starting a series and this is what we call Seek. And really, we get that from Matthew 6:33, where it says, but seek first the kingdom of God. And what we want to do as a church is take and start 2023 by seeking God together through prayer and fasting. Now, most of us have heard of prayer before. We know what prayer is. Um, but, but most of our, our, our ideas around that are usually a bit like, okay, it's this designated thing. I, w- I want you to think about prayer this way. Prayer is you communing with God. It's you talking with God. Prayer is The Bible says pray without ceasing. Like, like, we can just pray with all kinds of prayer. So when we're thinking about prayer and fasting, realize prayer is you having a conversation with God. It's you talking to Him. Years ago, I was in, in the, the barn, and I was getting something out, and, and my, my parents had these tools on, uh, on the wall. You know, like they got these little hooks that they hold the tools, and I don't remember what I grabbed, but I grabbed something, and when I did, it knocked something else off, and it hit me. And so I'm like, oh, what was that? And as I look over at that, something else falls and something else hits me. And I'm like, oh, that was funny. And then something else falls off. I don't know what happened, if the nails or what I did or I hit it too hard, but just boom, 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 all this stuff is falling on me. And it didn't hurt as much as I laughed. And I was like, oh, man, I wish somebody was here to at least have seen that because that was funny. And then I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, God, you saw that. Did you think that that was funny? "I I think you did. I think you're laughing right now. And most of us don't think of something like that as prayer, but prayer is communing with God. So we're going to pray and we're going to fast. Now, fasting, you've probably heard of fasting before, but for many people, that's a, that's a whole new thing to do. But fasting is where we say, God, I'm going to choose not to eat. Now, Fasting, what we're doing is we're choosing not to eat because we want to grow spiritually. We're going to replace food, say no to something that our body wants, and we're going to say yes to something else. We're going to feed our spirits instead because just just not eating is a bad diet. I guess that's not what we're going for. It's not like, hey, life was, let's get skinny. Come on, let's do this. No, no, no. That's, That's not what we're looking to do. I know that 2023 will be the best year you have if... 2023 is your best year ever spiritually. So I want you to grow spiritually. So as we're talking about fasting, here's some examples we see in the Bible of some people who fasted. In Exodus 34, 28, it says that Moses fasted. And Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He ate no bread and drank no water. Now that's a fast that God's got to put you on. Because if he doesn't, you're dead at the end, okay? You, can't, you cannot go 40 days without drinking water and live unless God's like, do it, okay? But Moses did it because God told him to, and how do you know? Because he lived. It, it was God, okay? Then we have the prophet Joel said this. He said, Announce a time of fasting. Call the people together for a solemn meeting. He says, bring the leaders. And this we see a fast, but it's not just an individual fast. He says, call the people together. It's a corporate fast. They're going to fast together. In Ezra, we see the same thing where he says, and I gave the order for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before God. He's like, this isn't just me, but we as a group, we as a nation, and we as a church are going to fast together. Daniel chapter 9, so I turned to the Lord God and I pleaded with him with prayer and fasting. Daniel fasted, and Daniel fasted just by himself. And we know if you keep reading there, Daniel fasted for 21 days. The prophetess Anna says, Hey, let's do this. We're going to fast. That's in uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 37. Fasting is found all through the Bible. But let me just say this when, as, as you read and you see fasting in the Bible, it's not like, okay, that's cool that they did that. You know, I mean, they rode donkeys. I mean, I mean any of you ride a donkey to church? No, like, okay, that's great that they did that. No, fasting is something in there as an example for you and me. First Corinthians 11.1, one, Paul says, follow my example as I follow Christ. He's like, this is the example. And what do we see? We see that Jesus fasted as well. John's disciples are like, hey, what's going on? The Pharisees fast, we fast. Jesus, why don't you fast? Why aren't we seeing you fast? And in Matthew 9, verse 15, we get the answer. Jesus replied, Do wedding guests mourn while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. But someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. He doesn't say, then they might fast. He's like, and then they will. will." Come on. There it is. They will fast. He's not like, oh, this is a maybe. This isn't something you pray about doing. Because this is something we're all told to do. You pray about what a fast will look like for you, but we're all meant to be fasting. In fact, Jesus, in Matthew chapter 6, begins to teach his disciples how to to fast. He's like, look, you're going to do it. It's right in your Bibles, Matthew chapter 6. Here's what he says, and when you fast, he doesn't say if, He says, and when. He's teaching his disciples. His disciples are his followers. If you're a follower of Christ, you are his disciple. That's what you are. You're like, maybe you haven't thought of yourself that way, but if you're a Christ follower, you're a disciple. Just another way of saying it. He's like, okay, Christ followers, this is what's going to happen. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so that people will admire them for fasting. He says, I tell you the truth, that that is their only reward that they will ever get. Verse 17, but when you, there's when, there's that when word again, not if, there's that when word, that's, that's kind of important. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. He's like, look, when you fast, and, and here's the thing. Over and over we see the when, when you fast, when you fast. But what he says in here is he says, hey, don't make it obvious to everybody else. And here's what he's saying. Some people read this and they're like, am I not supposed to tell people that I'm fasting? And the answer to that is no. no. No, no, You can tell people you're fasting. What he's saying here is don't fast so you can tell people. You can tell people you're fasting, but it's not like, okay, good morning. I just woke up. It's time to Instagram the photo. Hey, guys, haven't eaten in three days. You know what I mean? So this is looking so bad today. Oh, it's so hard. That's, that's not why we fast. We fast because the Bible says to, and, you know, we might, we might tell some people, but it's not, it's not, hey, everybody, look what I'm doing today. Oh, it's been so hard. Wish I could eat. Oh, my God. No. No, no, no. It's, he's like, look, this is what you do because I call you to it. And you don't fast so you can tell people and look and sound spiritual. He's like, if you're doing it just so that people think, oh, wow, look, they're spiritual. He's like, wrong reason. The reward of what people think is the only reward you will get. And that's not what we want. I want to grow spiritually. He's like, okay, so yes, we can tell people that we're fasting, but fasting is you and I, where we say, okay, I'm going to say no to something that I need. I'm going to tell my body no so my spirit can grow. Galatians 5.17 says this, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Fasting is telling your body, you don't get what you want, you're not the boss. Now we need food, I like food, anybody like food? Not many of you, okay, okay. Should I say some of us should be skinnier? I don't know, I don't know. We like food. I like food. I absolutely do. Not only do I like it, but I need food. If you don't eat it long enough, it's not good. We'll die. But here's what fasting is. Fasting is telling your body, no, you're not the boss. And telling our spirit, I'm going to feed you. So again, just not eating is a bad diet. That's not a good idea. What we're doing is we're saying, I'm going to say no to my body And I'm gonna say yes to my spirit because here's what we know what we feed grows, what we starve dies. So I tell my body, you don't get what you want, you're not the boss. I tell my spirit instead, I'm gonna take some time and I'm gonna feed my spirit. So, how do we feed our spirit? Here's three ways we feed our spirit. One, we feed the spirit through the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It says hearing and faith comes. It doesn't say it came, which means one time reading isn't enough. You're not like, well, I read the Bible so I'm done. No, no, you're getting started. We read the Bible. Faith comes by hearing. So number one is instead of eating, we say, okay, if I'm not going to feed my body and instead I want to feed my spirit, I'm going to spend some time in the Word of God. Number two is we spend time praying. We pray. If you, pray in, if you have prayer language, pray in your prayer language, praying in the Spirit, just spending time in communion with God. And then number three, we spend time worshiping. The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So we're just going to turn on some music, or maybe we're just going to go and we're going to shower sing or in the car sing. You know you do it. You get up. I love, that is one of my favorite things to do is pull up to a stop sign and see somebody in their car just, "Ah!" and you can't hear them and you got to like roll down the windows and change the radio station and hope you can see what they're listening to. I love it. But we get in our cars, we go crazy, but just do that for God and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. It's telling our bodies, you're not going to get what you want, and instead, I'm going to feed my spirit. It's not being dominated by something in the natural. A few months ago, I went on a, a, a retreat, and we're on this thing with a bunch of, bunch of guys, and they're like, well, we're going to do a fast, and it's going to be at just under 24 hours. Like, we're going to do a fast. And I'm like, okay. And this, Quick note, as we read through all of those instances of fasting, we had a couple of 40-day fasts. Jesus fasted for 40 days. Moses fasted for 40 days. That's the fast that if God doesn't put you on, you die, right? Then we have Daniel that fasted for 21 days, and then we got a whole bunch of other fasts that don't have any times on them. In fact, and when Jesus says, when you fast, he doesn't give us a time to fast for either because that's something that you and I get to pray about. And we say, God, what's this supposed to look like for me? So we were on this fast, and we're we're getting ready to do it, and the guy uh, that was leading this says, hey, um, many of you you didn't know that this was going to be happening when you got here, and we didn't know that that was what was going to happen. He goes, so if you're used to drinking coffee, he's like, we'll be fasting, but the coffee machine's going to be on, and you guys just come on in and drink some coffee. He goes, I don't want those caffeine headaches and stuff. He goes, you guys can worry about that another time. Just, Just feel free to just drink the coffee. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay. Um, I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I like lattes. Like I, I, I like my lattes, and I usually have one, uh, I usually have two, a three, I, I have a few, okay, like most every day. So I'm like, yeah, I, I like coffees, but I also don't have trouble stopping. Like I'll go work and just be gone and not around it, and I just, I just won't drink any caffeine. I don't have any trouble. I'll go hunting, and there's no, no um, head up north, and there's no machine. I'm like, I'm good, Like I'm, I'm okay. Um, Not to say I don't love it, like I have an entire generator so I can bring my coffee machine with us when we go off-grid camping so I can go, Anyways, like I do love it, but but I don't have trouble when I stop. Well, I'm looking at this coffee and I'm like, well, maybe I'll have some, maybe I won't, I don't know. But I walk over by it. It's just one of these big silver things and it looks like they dump hot water in the top like over some grounds and then black stuff comes out and you drink it. And I was like, okay, Um, don't usually drink coffee, but maybe I'll do that. But I walk over there, and I'm like, "I'm like, this smells so bad. It smells burnt. It just smells horrible. I'm like, I am, instantly I know. I'm like, if I was to drink this, it would be because caffeine owns me. Because this, this smells disgusting. I do not want to try it. I know it tastes gross. So I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And I already told you, I, I typically do not have trouble when I stop caffeine. If I just, like, stop cold, turkey, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. So we start our fast, and we're doing our thing, and I'm out in the woods, and we're, we're doing some prayer and journaling, just writing what God's speaking to us and stuff, and I'm out there doing that. And um, we come back in, and we're doing some stuff, and I'm sitting down, and for the first part, I was, I was just fine. But about 10, 11 hours into this thing, I'm like, oh my goodness, my head hurts. And I, I do not get headaches. Um, I don't I, I just, I just, I do not. So I'm like, this is just, this is just super bizarro. Um, I do not get headaches. They come, I command them to go, they leave. Like this, this is weird for me. And so I'm sitting down and we're going through our session and listening and, and watching some videos and all this stuff. And as I'm sitting there, um, I've I just been drinking water. I, I drink gallons and gallons of water, especially when I fast, I, I drink water. So I'm sitting with a group and basically I sit a few minutes and then I go pee. And then I come back and I sit a few more minutes, drink some more water and then go pee again. I just go back and forth, back and forth. Well, one of the water containers, I put just kind of next, next to my seat, and as I was sitting there, I was picking like some little burrs off of my clothes that I'd, I'd gotten while I was just, while we were out walking in the woods and praying and stuff. And there were these little like green triangles, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? There was a bunch of them on my pants, so I took an empty water bottle, took the lid off, and I'm just filling it up, right? As, as I'm doing this, I'm just adding more to it. Well, a little bit later, I probably fell asleep, woke back up, something like that. I'm like, I'm thirsty. So I take the lid off my water bottle that was next to me, and I just go, and I chug it. Well, it was the water bottle that had those thistles in it. And so I drink like five or 10, 15, 20, I have no idea how many of them, a bunch of them are in there, and I'm like, oh my goodness. So then all of a sudden, now my stomach's like full of water, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I run in and into the bathroom, and I'm throwing up in the bathroom, and it is as clear as clear can be, except little green triangles, just come flying out with it, and I'm like, oh my goodness. I typically do not have trouble stopping caffeine, but I knew, he told everybody else like, hey, Go ahead, drink the coffee. But I knew for me, I was like, no, I cannot drink that. Because if I do, that thing owns me. Fasting is you telling your body, you do not get what you want. You are not the boss. My spirit is, I'm going to be spirit-led. I'm going to feed my spirit. My body will not tell me what to do. I won't give it what it wants because it wants it. Because you are a spirit. You live in a body. And you have a soul. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. The Bible says that the body... It does not want what the spirit wants, right? When we get saved, our spirit is made new so much that Jesus says that we are born again spiritually. We're born again. But our mind needs to be renewed and our body is crazy. It's crazy. Your body wants crazy things. It's like, I just want (laughs) chocolate nothing above it. I want this. Your body doesn't care about tomorrow. Your body doesn't care about any of that. It wants what it wants. So when we fast, we're telling our body, you do not get what you want. 1 Corinthians 9.27 says this, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Like my body does not get what it wants. I tell it who's boss. Because our spirit and our body, they're not in unity together. My spirit wants what my body does not want. They're, They're fighting over that driver's seat. And if you married or no one, maybe you've got a best friend, maybe it's your roommate, and they're, they're just a backseat driver no matter what seat they're in, okay, I can raise both my hands. Becca is an amazing driver, whether she's in the driver's seat or not. Okay, we're we're driving, and she's like, "There's a lot of red up there. Did you notice?" I'm like, "Yep." She's like, "Okay, are you can slow down a little bit more." Here? I'm like, "Yeah, bend, yeah, yeah, I, I, I am. I I could fall asleep while driving, and she would probably just take right over without realizing. I, I don't think anybody else in the car would even notice." She's like, "Did you see the deer over there?" And this is coming. There's a stoplight. The lights green. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she she. She's really, she's there for us, just all. It's, it's good. You better drive safe. We've got the kids in the car. I'm like, I, was, I wasn't going to, but thanks for reminding me, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's wild. And honestly, honestly, I, I, I love it and I tease her about it. But I am, I'm like, you know what, you go right ahead because I, I would much rather that you tell me something that I already know and maybe like, yep, I, I knew that too, thank you, or... But I'd much rather you do that than you not tell me us, yes, getting in an accident, hit something, something, pull out, whatever it is, and you'd be like, well, I would have told you, but you're sensitive, so, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, we're, we're not going to do it, but she's an excellent driver wherever she's in the car. <laughs> Let me just say, our bodies always want to be in the driver's seat, and we have to actively reject them and get them out of that seat and make it our spirit. We have to actively be like, no, this is what I'm going to do. Romans 8 verse 5 says this, those that live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit. We decide who's in the driver's seat. Is it going to be our bodies or is it going to be our spirit? And that's why I'm asking you to pray about what the fast should look like for you and to join us, join Life West, starting next Sunday in 21 days of fasting and prayer. And that fasting might look totally different. I don't know what it's going to look like for you. Uh, Typically what I'll do is I'll start with a full fast, and then I'll switch to something um, similar to a Daniel fast. Daniel, as you read in uh, Daniel chapter 9, he says, I denied myself really sweets, meats, and treats is how I describe it. And there's people who kind of argue like, well, what can you have and can you have eggs and can you have platoons and can you this? I don't know exactly, but here's the deal. Pray and ask God what it should look like for you. Maybe for you, you're like, what I'm going to do is maybe what God lays on your heart is to fast at lunchtime. And you're like, I'm just going to fast for 21 days, I'm going to not eat lunch. And instead, again, not just not eating, not eating is a bad diet, but instead you say, God, when I would be feeding my body, I'm going to feed my spirit. And so you spend some time in prayer. You spend some time in God's Word. Maybe you start with a a full day fast or something like that, and then you say, well, I'll just go like every three days, or every other day I'll do a fast and I'll come back, or or I'll I'll fast lunch and dinner. You, You decide, you pray. The answer is for you to pray and ask God what it should look like. And during that time that you say, God, that during the time that I'm doing this, I'm going to seek after you. I'm not just going to give my body what it wants, when it wants it. And here's what the Bible says will happen when we fast. Like these are the results of fasting. Here we go. Number one, Psalms 35, verse 13 says this. Yet, when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself through fasting. Anybody ever been humbled? Usually, humbling comes as a result of when we find our inadequacies. We come up against something and we do not win. We get humbled. It's a fighter that talks all big and smack and, no, oh, I'm going to destroy you. Like the MMA ones where they're like standing there and they're like, ugh, oh, right next to each other at the weigh ins. And where you're like, they're so close, you're not sure if they're going to kiss or headbutt. You're like, this is awkward. And then one of them's going to win, and one of them's going to be humbled. Usually it's situations that humble us. Fasting is completely different. Fasting is how we humble ourselves before the Lord. It's proactively saying, "God, I know I'm not enough. I need you. I need your guidance, I need your wisdom, I need your help, I need your word. God, I need It's proactively coming before God and humbling ourselves, Psalm sixty-nine, ten. When I wept, and humbled my soul with fasting, Ezra eight, twenty-one. There by the canal, I proclaimed a fast, so that we might humble ourselves before God. It's not a situation that brings us to our knees where we're crying out to God. It's us crying out to God because we need Him in every situation. We're like, I don't need to wait until it happens. I want you right now. It's how we humble ourselves. The Bible says that when we humble ourselves, what is the result of that? James 4.10, humble yourself before the Lord and He will lift you up in honor. It's not honoring ourselves. It's like, you watch, I'll lift you up. Proverbs 29.23, a man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. What What, what does fasting do? Man, It's the way that we humble ourselves before the Lord. It's the way that we get our body out of the driver's seat and we build our spirit up. What else does fasting do? Fasting will change the way you watch the show alone on TV. Okay? It will change it. So I don't know if you've seen the the show Alone, but Alone, what they do is they take a bunch of people, like seven or eight people, I don't even remember the number, but they, they take them out to the wilderness, drop them off alone, and they're like, whoever survives the longest wins a bunch of money. And typically it comes down to like weight. It comes down to who like can stay out there. Did they eat enough food? So they all start like working on shelters and all this stuff. And you'll watch the show and these guys and these girls are like, oh, I haven't eaten in 18 hours, my body is just like, I don't have enough care. You're like, I've, when you fast, you're like, I've done three, five days. Like, get up, get it done. We've got kids. I went to work. I did my thing. It will change the way you watch alone. But that is not a spiritual benefit. That's just another benefit. <laughs> so let's, let's get back to this. It'll change the way that you watch alone. Another thing that it will do is it puts, like we said, it puts your body in its place. It allows your spirit to get in the driver's seat, Romans 8, 5. If we are dominated by the sinful nature, we think about the sinful things. But those who are controlled by, we don't want to be dominated by our bodies. Those are controlled by the Spirit. Think about things that please the Spirit. So, let your for, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind Leads to life and peace. Getting that spirit in the driver's seat and feeding it so it is what is stronger. It is what is stronger. Another thing that fasting does and thing that it brings, Matthew 17, 14, it is spiritual growth. In Matthew 17, we see that a man brings his son to Jesus. Well, actually, he brings him to his disciples. And his son was having seizures, and, and the disciples go to pray for his son and nothing happens. And this, this is not normal. The disciples have casted out demons, they've, they've seen blind eyes open and withered legs straightened and broken things come back together, and they're like, okay, what is going on? Well, the dad brings his son to Jesus and he says this in verse 15, Lord... Please have mercy on my son. He has Caesars and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire and into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal them. And Jesus says, okay, and Jesus heals this boy. A little later, the disciples come to Jesus and they're like, why couldn't we do that? And here's his answer, Matthew 17, verse 21. But this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. There are things that you will never be able to do. There's a strength, there's a a realm that you and I will never enter without fasting. He says, look, and we know, what, what did Jesus say about fasting? He had already told John's disciples, we're not fasting yet because I am here, the bridegroom is here. When I leave, they will go. Jesus' disciples had not fasted. And look, they were unable to have victory in this area because... They hadn't done it. Jesus had fasted. Jesus started his, he got baptized, and what happened? The Spirit led him into the wilderness to, be, to fast and to be tempted. Jesus fasted, so he was able to do this. As we look at Jesus, Jesus was not only the Son of God, but he was fully man. So he is an example not just of what we do, but what a, of every one of us can do. Because what he did, he did as a man. He was fully God and fully man. So Jesus didn't do things and be like, hey, by the way, that was a God move. You just, you just can't do that. That's not what he told his disciples. He's like, the reason why is because this one doesn't come out except by prayer and fasting. The Bible says that we are, when we fast, this is meant to be something that we do, a regular thing that we do. I encourage you, yes, next week, pray about what it should look like. And join us in 21 days of prayer and fasting. There's a guide online, lifewest.church, kind of help you, kind of go through some stuff, give you some things to pray about for 21 days as we go through this. This might be totally new to you. But here's what I ask. Pray. Say, God, what should this look like for me? And here's what I know. It's inconvenient. Changing up your diet, and I can't eat this, and I can't eat that, and well, now I'm here, and I want to eat, and I can't do this. It's, It's incredibly inconvenient. And then there's that whole part where your body's like, you're gonna die. Where like you haven't eaten in a day or two, and your body's like, feed me, and you're like, no, and it's like that looks good, and you're like, no. And you might act just be like, okay, I broke down, what do I do now? Day one, I was I was gonna fast for two days, and day one, and I went to I went to Burger King. Well, one, whoa, and two, <laughs> number, number two, get back on the train. Just be like, okay, oops, and get back up. Okay. But decide, I'm going to do this. It's not easy to do. Your body's like, I want this. And you're like, I don't give you what you want. And your body's like, yes, you will. And it just comes after you. You're like, no, my stomach is not my God. My stomach is not the boss. I'm not doing it. And make it something, pray. But here's what I I honestly believe with all of my heart, is it should be something that's significant to you. I told you how that caffeine, normally it's not a big deal, but I knew I needed to stop it. That's what God laid on my heart. Nobody else was like, okay, God laid that on my heart. And God will lay something on your heart. You know, we're talking about food, yes. But I, can I say that there's other things that mess people up? And maybe there's some things that you're watching, things that you're listening to, places that you're going that you're like, you know what, I don't belong there. It doesn't belong in my house or in my life. And you're like, God, I'm gonna push that out because my body's not just going to get what it wants. My eyes aren't just going to watch whatever they want to watch. I'm not just going to ingest whatever. God, I'm going to take 21 days and I'm going to seek you first with all of my heart. My body will not be dominant. It will not tell me what to do. God, I'm going to feed my spirit because what we feed grows. And I'm just going to feed it once, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Stick with us these 21 days. And then after that, you pray and say, God, what's fasting supposed to look like afterwards? Because it's not meant to be something that we do once a year. He says, when you fast. But let's start this together. Let's start 2023 together. Fasting as a church body. Because I know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And I want you to live out every bit of it. Not just going through life making some more money, buying and selling this and just shifting stuff around, but making a difference in the kingdom of God, impacting lives and changing eternities. That's what you were meant for. That's what you were meant for. Let's seek him together. You pray this week and say, God, what should this look like for me? You find it. When you come back next week, you know what it is. We're going to start on Sunday. We'll start fasting together and seeking God like we haven't before. Some of you, you've never done this before. You're going to love it, and you're going to hate it. It'll be it'll be both. Is it all going to be great? No. No, no, no. So many times on my fast, I, for me, typically what happens is I'll, I'll do like a multi-day fast, and I just, I don't get tired. you like, you think you'd get tired? No, I get a little bit tired, and then I just get awake. And I'll just lay there at night. Like, I would really like to sleep right now just like this I'm like okay well if I can't do anything else I'm gonna read and I'm gonna pray I'm gonna get some good podcasts and I'm gonna listen to those devil you're not gonna win anything in this whole time like you try to take something from me and I'm just gonna grow stronger spiritually you wanna take away some sleep fine stomach gets upset yeah but you pray, God will speak to you. You decide what it's going to be. It's going to be a little bit inconvenient. Your body's going to get mad at you. You've got some medical condition. You're like, well, I don't know what I should how, how should I do that? You pray, talk to your doctors. You do what God lays on your heart to do. But the Bible says when you fast. This is something for all of us. If Your kids are like, hey, can I fast? You're the parent. You decide what it should look like. Help them take a step. There's no junior Holy Spirit. God can move in and through them. As we've done this years in and years out as a church, and we've done this as a family before that and other places that we've been, our kids jump into different levels as well. And we just tell them, like, what, what you commit to, you're honoring before God, not just mom and dad. But join us as a family as we seek after God in ways that some of us have never had before. Some of us are like, yep, here we go again. We know exactly. We're like, yep, already been thinking about it. But here's what I know. I know that 2023 will be the best year you ever have if it's the best year you have spiritually. Let's seek Him together and build our spirit. But the number one thing that every one of us need is we need Jesus. That's where it all starts. So before we dismiss today, would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes? If you're here today and you say, I don't know where I stand with God, you can. Maybe you thought it was, you know, well, if I did enough right or if I went to church or if I read this. Nope. Here's what what the Bible says. It says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and rose again, you'll be saved. God says, I did it. It's all done. My son came. He died. He shed his blood for you. Just receive it and repent. Today's the day that you want to do that. You can know. It's not about guessing. In fact, if that's you, I'd love the honor of praying with you right in your seat. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand in just a minute. And When you do, you're saying, God, I mean I want to be forgiven. This is me. I want to be set free. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer right in that seat. When we say amen, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your sins are gone, you're forgiven, and begin to walk out the plan and purpose that God has for you. If that's you, Every head bowed and every eye closed. If that's you, then right now, I want you to be super bold. Lift that hand up high. One, two, three. Right now, shoot it up and say, that's me. Today is my day. I want to give my life and my heart to him. Okay, God, we just thank you for your word. It is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. God, it shows us the way to live. God, your word says when we fast. God, as we pray this week about what it should look like and what you have for us, thank you that you will speak to us, that you lead us. God, we're so thankful for all that you have done for us and that you've given to us. Thank you that you do not leave us. We're so grateful for your word, for all that you're doing in us and through us. In Jesus' name, amen.